Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Hi, everyone. This is Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love, and today we're in Soul Talk. And we have a beautiful friend and teacher that I've been um, part of being part of her academy, Aurora Light. And I would like to tell you a little bit, uh, some of you already know her, but the, for the ones that don't know her, let me tell you a little bit who she is. Aurora Light is a conscious creator and a voice activator coach here and remind you of who you truly are a multidimensional magical being of light who come here to create, play, learn, grow, and share your, her unique soul es, uh, essence with the world. Aurora empowers visionary leaders to become conscious creators of their reality, ready to take a quantum leap ahead into the business and life in using mindset, uh, their mindset. Creative expressions and multidimensional, uh, multidimensional mastery to belief uh, repatterning, DNA activations, light language, and joyful alchemistry. Aurora breaches into the intergalactic spiritual truths and practical steps, uh, action steps, integration body, mind, and soul, and helps people to go from uh, from fear. There is uh, spiritual gifts to activating the superpowers of their own light and balancing the elemental forces of creation. Aurora loves holding spaces for these epic transformations as a speaker, a best-selling author, course creator and mentor, a founder of Joy Evolution and Radiant Evolution Academy, where she certifies conscious creators, coaches, and transformations workshops facilitators and help them build their own spiritual academy. I actually, when I was part of her academy, I was so much fear to actually start using um, with everybody my light language. Aurora helped me tremendously with this, and I am very, very thankful for her for helping me to start not being so afraid to actually, if I don't even understand what I was saying, but I can feel the activation inside of me, so everybody can do it, do it themselves, themselves too, and it can feel the activation too, or the healing, or whatever uh, message that it was coming. It was not in the uh, human language, but not necessarily we have to understand because we can feel it, and that's why it is more important. And Aurora helped me tremendously with that, and she's been continue helping many people, and that's why I really thank you, Aurora, for being and accepting this invitation for soul talk thank you for being here oh it's my pleasure thank you for having me back it's always fun to connect with you and i have loved how you went from being afraid of sharing your light language and speaking you know that soul truth to sharing it so freely in your sessions and you've come um, on and i've interviewed you and you did a light language activation for you know a thousand people so it's it's amazing to witness people just step in and own their own voice. And it's so fun because you already do that with your art. And it's, so it's just an expansion of how you share your heart. 
Yes, but it's a steps. It's a steps. Like I remember with my art at the beginning when they asked me, "Oh, you're an artist?" Oh no, I just paint. You mm. know, like because I was so afraid that the people actually see me uh, exhibiting and how they are gonna call me an artist, and and it was that shyness that you don't believe enough in yourself, so you can later on you become an artist and you can feel that, and the same applies for all our magical gifts. Mm-hmm. And that's why you work with people. Can you tell me? Can you tell us a little bit how do you work with uh, with people about that, with waking up their magical gifts? Sure. Um, you know, the way that I do it is through my signature process, which is called evolutionary alchemy, and it's actually the same process that I realize I've been using even a decade ago when I was teaching people how to hula hoop, or how to dance, or how to do gymnastics. And now I do it to support people in being able to speak their truth, share their light language, or um, access their intuition, or build a, a business. So the process just has three steps. And the first one is to transform whatever's in the way of you connecting with who you really are. So that could mean transforming belief systems. It could mean transforming uh, old programs, habits, behaviors, which could be coming from your childhood, your ancestry, or the collective consciousness. And then we go into the second step, which is once the path is clear and you've got this space, activating this really deep aligned connection to your body, mind, heart, soul, and highest self. And then bringing that through, which is the embodiment step, trusting yourself enough to bring it through from above, from whatever, wherever your soul is, and then being that which you truly are, right? All of the magic, all of the gifts, all of that uniqueness. And from that place of embodiment, then you go out and you are able to do whatever it is you want to do. So it's it's been a process that I've, I've come to realize can help pretty much anybody do anything. <laughs> yes. I the first time I encountered the repattering technique, mm-hmm. I was uh, it was with you actually. You oh. were the first one, and it was a shift so fast, so fast that it was so so helpful. That I highly recommend everybody to try it, and or to take different uh, therapies. Uh, Aurora actually you can find it in her workshops, in her classes, in her academy. She. Uh, she can shift you from whatever you are desired to do or any limitations you have. Yeah. So the belief repatterning is a technique that I am um, a licensed practitioner of, and I was already doing something like it in the past. And yet when I actually learned this particular technique, it's just a conversational way where you move through seven different steps of taking the brain's old programming and putting it towards something new. Um, I realized it was the fastest way that I knew to shift. It's basically like hacking your biological computer inside your mind to run a new program. And it's it's really powerful. So I do love integrating that into everything that I do. Because honestly, if you don't think you can do something, you're going to have a very hard time actually doing it. The beliefs have to come first. Like you were saying, if you don't believe in yourself enough, Mm-hmm. to be able to speak who you are or what you're becoming, um, 
yeah, you just can't get there the same way. Not as quickly. Something that I've been encountering, because I have heard different versions about this, of permission slips. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it have... Uh, I have met people, shamans and so forth, like, oh, I don't like permission slips. And other people, that's what they use, permission slips. In our way, we still, we have that inner child that we haven't healed completely. And we do need those. Some some people need the permission slips. Like, you know, I, I do deserve to be happy, but I need a permission. Why? Because there is a blockage when you were a child that you were not enough or you do not deserve and so forth. And with that technique is just wonderful because in a way it's, it's a permission slip. Can you uh, see it in that way? Or what is your opinion about the permission slips? Yeah, I love it because we shouldn't need permission, but we're humans and sometimes we do, whether it's from someone else or more importantly, giving yourself permission, which is actually the second step in belief repatterning. So first we forgive ourselves for believing the story that is not actually supporting us. And we're not forgiving the emotion. You're allowed to feel the emotion, but just understanding that it's okay that you felt that way. But let's give ourselves permission to try something new on. And that's all it really needs to be because Really, I think the stickiest thing is our brain will sometimes just tell us, even if it's not true, that you can't, that you can't call yourself an artist or that you can't share your soul tones and be understood or be safe doing it. The programs are not actually truth with a capital T. So when you're running that old program, the permission to do something new is part of what breaks the process and offers a new opportunity. So while you shouldn't have to get permission, it's actually really powerful and it's a shortcut. Yes, it is stuck into our inner child that we all have it. It doesn't matter what age. Mm-hmm. We all have it. I I see it. Um, my mother right now, she is very ill and she's looking for that permission sleep to feel better or to even to, to die. Mm-hmm. But... That permission slip, who's going to give it to her? She have to give it to herself at the same time. So, and we're talking about the inner child because also it is involved religion in this. The religion takes a lot of our permissions that we give it to ourselves and limit us and to have the life that we have right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that is also a lot of the stuff that is blocking us. And this technique that, um, of the permission slips or the repairing that mm-hmm. is not exactly the same, but it works kind of very similar. It, wor- it really works. It really works. And, well, moving a little bit uh, about um, the reality. What is the, the reality that we as a humans, we, we observe? Because everybody's talking about different, uh, the, the truth. And what it was for someone is the truth, for someone is not the truth. And at the same time, that's why we have so many conflicts in this, in this planet, in this world, because of the different perspectives of truth, correct? Yeah. What is your perspective of reality and truth? <laughs> well, that's a, such a huge question. 
Um, I was a few years ago visited by a dragon of truth. And what they said to me really solidified what I had already thought. And it was that there are infinite levels of truth with a small T. Those are the ones that are the perceived truths based upon people's experience and based upon their level of consciousness, their frequency, just where they are exactly in that moment. And then the capital T truth is that one that encompasses all of those truths that doesn't make any of them wrong, that includes the multidimensional perspectives of the all that is. So that would be the truth of source, the divine, that quantum field, right? And within that one truth, all of the other ones exist because of the different frequencies, right? The different dimensions, the different experiences. Something that I'm um, uh, going to right now what is coming to my head it is the people that feel that heaven exists and is a place we can deny that that truth it is not going to be good for them or hell at the same time if they believe in hell we can deny that that truth is not going to be for them because we are creating a reality at the same time mm -hmm. and you are creating heaven or hell place it is going to exist for the, for them when they die because that's also their belief. Mm -hmm. But if we are not create, we're not creating a place or heaven or hell. Well, that that is not going to exist. It depends on the person, and it's going to be heaven as you tell a dog. It's going to be full of bones, and, and I don't know, very different than a person that is um, like to be in the beach and just enjoying the sea. It is going to be very different depends on the person or the animal or whatever being that is is believing in that truth, right? I sort of like to think of everything existing all at the same time in this infinite multiverse. And our thoughts and feelings are really just what tunes the radio dial to what we what frequency we are tapping into. So it's not that one or the other exists or doesn't exist. In, in my experience of playing around in the multidimensional realms, um, you can consciously choose where you're going if you're aware that you have a choice. And if you are not aware that you have any choice, your subconscious is going to be what is going to bring you to the experience that you're in. Yes, totally agree with you. Mm. For the people that do not understand what is multidimensionality, that we might have some viewers that is the first mm -hmm. time hearing this. Uh, can you explain it a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, we can think of the dimensions that we know. Um, you know, the first dimension being basically like a dot, right? The second dimension being that line. And the third dimension having both the width and the height. And then that fourth dimension being time, right? That's a great way to start perceiving based upon where you are. If you are a first dimensional dot, 
you might not have any idea that height and width exist in time, right? Because you can't perceive it because that's where your frequency is. But there are so many more dimensions that uh, we can experience. Um, our physical body on earth can experience about 12 and then our consciousness can go far beyond that as well. And they are just various expressions and experiences of the frequency bandwidth that already exist. And we can move through them. But the, the, the part that's so cool about our human bodies is that we're only really learning how to play with this now. We can be so multidimensional that we can connect to all of these different frequencies and be conscious of them at the same time. And I feel like that's where our learning and our journey is right now to be able to understand that it's already there. And we're tuned into all of these different frequencies and dimensions at the subconscious level. Currently, your body can run, you know, seventh, 12th dimensional frequencies. It always is. So what we're doing right now is elevating our consciousness to be able to see those higher dimensional frequencies and what they do and what they contain and what they play with. And um, that's a, I hope a small enough explanation, but we, like, I mean, it's, it's pretty vast. It, it is a matter of like a frequency, like a radio station. You mm -hmm. the, the bandwidth. AM or yes, the bandage. And that understanding, it is so fast in the moment you get it, in the moment you understand it or the moment you feel it. Mm -hmm. uh, it is so fast that that have that's right now happening to our planet because in a way we're changing to a different frequency of the whole planet. And most human beings, they're understand, having different understandings. And that's right now where I feel there's a kind of a conflict between the ones that don't want to, they can't understand yet and the ones that are understanding right now. Mm -hmm. And what is your point of view of, of that um, integration of the two conscience that the ones we, we can understand multidimensionality from the ones that are, they don't want to or uh, because the capacity, we all have it. They don't want to uh, understand that capacity, that multidimensionality. Mm. It's people's choice at the soul level, whether or not they want to play with a greater awareness or not. And it doesn't make anybody better or less than if they're not willing, able or ready to play in higher frequency bandwidths. Playing in the lower frequency bandwidths is just as valuable. There are so, there's probably more lessons available to be learned in those lower frequency bandwidths, which is why we have done that, right? The infinite, all that is, wanted to experience all that is. And our soul's journey and our soul's evolution is to play with it all, to learn and grow from it all, to experience it all. And there are some people that, um, are not ready to let that go right now. But in my personal experience, understanding and beliefs, collectively humanity that's on earth right now has decided, you know what, we have explored those lower frequency games and we're done with that. So the collective shift that's happening is that 
raising of the vibrational understanding and awareness, moving up an octave to that next space to play there as a whole, as a planet. And those that are not ready for that will get to go somewhere else to play in the lower vibrational realms. Again, not that lower just means to like how, how big the oscillation is in the frequency field, right? It just means it's vibrating slower. And we're going to see a lot of souls decide to continue to play in that frequency, but they'll be in another realm. And the earth itself over the next while is literally just elevating the capacity. It's shifting the magnetic fields so that we have the ability to understand and experience and express and embody these higher frequencies with more ease. And um, yeah, it's all just shifting as the whole universe is shifting as well. So it's not just earth that's elevating our consciousness right now. Everybody is wanting to go up an octave, up a notch. And um, by everybody, I mean most people. And again, some people aren't quite finished playing with those games, and that's totally cool. Yes, uh, that's totally our choice. Yeah. Our choice and what experience we want to continue learning is we want to uh, continue making a master or a doctor in the same class of pain, or you can graduate and just let it go and move on. <laughs> But that's your choice. You are ready uh, to move on or not. I, I wanted to uh, um, ask you, I, many people have asked me about the two words. And uh, I, I, I do have my, my own opinion about the two words. The one is in fifth dimension and the one is in third dimension. That's how they have uh, asked me. Mm. I have my, my own perspective of that. But what is yours? I would like to, and I will, I will give you mine, but I would like to know what is yours. I feel like the two worlds was both a great metaphor for people to understand how there was going to be a split or division, but it's a distortion if we take it literally. So what my understanding is I connect with Gaia a lot and play a lot in these realms, um, you know, through meditation and visionary work is that Gaia has already elevated her frequency and consciousness and has all of these new vibrational bandwidths available for us to play in. And they're already here. There's not a separate earth that's splitting, but there reason not everybody is there yet and able to access them is because of our collective consciousness and our belief programs that we're still playing in and also to let the body sort of catch up. And in order to get to these higher frequency ones, we have to let everything that we have that we can't take with us fall away. There's a releasing, a let going of what doesn't, it, it's too heavy to bring with us up to those higher levels. If people are not ready to let go of the density, then they will literally be moving to another earth, but not another earth, like another planet, another game where they can play the denser frequencies, whether that's in this universe or another, if it's going to be in another solar system, like there, there's infinite choices for their soul to go and play. It's not that if they don't make it, 
they're they're screwed and their soul is going to be eternally damned and they're like no that's that's not it at all we incarnate <laughs> all over the universe all over the multiverse we get to go play and explore and so it's not a bad thing if your soul goes okay i'm done with this game here i don't want to go where earth is going right now and you just choose to go somewhere else but yeah i don't think it's going to be two physical earths Yes, uh, to start a dimension uh, going to, let's say, we're talking about right now the fifth dimension, it is not a place, it is a state of conscience. So, and you can shift that reality in the moment you shift your, uh, that's what I believe, that's, that's my belief. That is, in the moment you shift that reality in yourself, that state of conscience, you start living actually in the fifth dimension. It is not a place. We're not gonna let out of our body here and 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 send our only our soul somewhere else, and we're gonna die, or we're gonna send like the rapture uh, story of the in the Christian Bible that we're gonna disappear. No one is gonna find us. The thing is, when something, tell me if I'm wrong. What I I understand, I love the uh, to study the love one Ra. And something that they mention a lot in there, it is that the beings that are in high octaves and or different uh, uh, higher dimensions, they can come and they can observe and they can help from higher uh, realms. The problem is the ones that were in the lower realms, we can go to visit the 10th realm because we can't even see it. We can't even sense it. We can sense the ones that are underneath or the ones we are at. But we can sense the one of the six. We can sense it. We're in the third. We can sense the fifth dimension. Depends on the conscious in the moment we are. But we can sense the ninth dimension. Am I, am I wrong? So in my experience, we can totally sense these dimensions, and you can take your consciousness to go and explore them and meet with people in that. So there's there's kind of two things that are happening. There's the elevation of the consciousness to be able to pull everything together. And then over time, the physical body is also, as, as Earth chooses to allow those lower vibrational states to fall away because we're done playing with those, um, the body will physicalize in a different way and literally become lighter, right? And, and we will shift physically. And again, my understanding and what Gaia has told me is that the, we chose to do this in the physical form and that's never been done before because typically what happens is um in order for a whole like planet or even just individuals to elevate their physical body into another dimension they would let go of one form and then just be in the next one so gaia wanted to experience what it would be like to do it in the physical without everybody having to basically die. <laughs> She's like, this is a grand experiment. Who wants to come and who wants to play? And a whole lot of us were like, that sounds interesting. Let's go. And there's a lot that went on with that though. And um, it was really supposed to be about a jump from like the fifth to the sixth or seventh density. But Earth wound up going down into the third density this is a free will planet so Gaia didn't stop that because it was the collective agreement of the souls that wanted to experience that and there was a whole lot of stuff that happened let's not go into the like galactic history 
of earth, but um, now making that jump and transition in our physicality from the third through the fourth to the fifth and higher is um, taken a lot longer than the original plan would have. And it's a lot harder, but we're doing it, right? We're actually already doing it. The process is well underway. And so it's been yeah, an experiment that no one has ever done before. That's why all eyes are on us. That's why it's so hard. But we are slowly changing our physicality to be able to be literally physically lighter. And that, again, is going to be a long process, probably not within our lifetime for us to like turn into plasmoid bodies and things like that. But um, that's that's where the Earth's and human evolution is headed, according to Again, Gaia, who I love connecting with. And um, yeah, let me know if that kind of resonates with what you've channeled, what you've heard. We're changing from the carbon-based bodies to a crystalline-based bodies. Mm-hmm. So yes, our bodies are is changing. And yes, of course, we're going to have growing pains. And the thing is when to change into a higher dimension uh, octave, we can go with baggage. We have to leave shame, blame, fears. We can. We have to let all that baggage behind. All those kind of attachments to even belonging. Uh, we have to leave it behind us. Because that is what is actually keep us stuck into the carbon-based body in the third dimension. Because mm-hmm. in the higher dimensions, we're talking about unconditional love. And unconditional love is not about changing, manipulating, controlling, and so forth. That is the 3D carbon-based body. So that is that is the process that we're letting go everything. So like that, actually, we can become really free mm-hmm. and really love. That's that's what my, my guidance tell me all the time. So you need to let go, let go. Mm-hmm. And it is easy because we're attached. We've been attached for centuries because we're talking about reincarnations that's what we have learned from many centuries mm-hmm. since the time of the survival when the dinosaurs were after us and trying to eat us oh i need this shield because or else the dinosaur is gonna eat me or you or this rock you know but we need to let go of that rock there's no dinosaurs anymore and no one is gonna lynch us or or burn us again in the stake and and those those fears we need to let them go so actually we can transcend and change our state of conscience. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's really a process of um yeah, letting go of what we are not, but what we have thought we were because of distortions and old programs and past experiences. But those past experiences are needing to stay or be released back to the past because they actually don't apply anymore because of the shifts that are happening on the planet, right? Just trying to eke out survival is not necessary at this time as a whole. Of course, there are certainly still people who are legitimately just trying to survive right now, but we've never, well, it's been thousands of years since we have had such an opportunity for people to actually choose for themselves what is going to support them the most and yeah I really see it as this shift right now out of yes survival to thriving but also from um, scarcity and fear and isolation the illusion of being separate which we've been playing in in those third and fourth dimensional realms to 
those of unity and the understanding that we are all connected. Yes. Right. Yes, there's always an aspect of us in every single one of us. Mm-hmm. We're all mirrors, mirrors, we're all mirroring ourselves. Mm-hmm. There's an aspect of Aurora in me, and there's an aspect of Monica in Aurora. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's how the world it is. So we have to understand, and more that we understand what part of me it is making me feel this emotion, whatever emotion, it is good or bad, honor it. That's why it is important to honor our emotions, because... In a way, well, we have to work on it or we have to embrace it. It depends <laughs> whatever emotion it is. I feel like you can do both, right? Um, our emotions are never supposed to stay stuck in us is the thing. Emotions are energy in motion. These feelings get to go through us and you can feel them. But the whole point is for them to move through us, almost like a rainstorm or a river, instead of if we don't fully let ourselves feel it, or if it's too much for us to process, which a lot of things are, it gets stuck in the body. And then there's the process of, okay, what is this? What is stuck? What have I not looked at? What needs to be fully, fully felt? And then we can go in and feel it. And then once it's fully felt, once we fully accept it, it, it's so interesting how it dissipates, right? If we're able to clear that loop and allow the nervous system to be relaxed and held through the process, especially. Yes, I I, I agree with you. Aurora, I know, well, obviously you channel and so forth. Do you have any, any message for the collective that you have received that you would like to share? Oh, yeah. What's really coming in um, this month right now. Um, Every month I do an energy interpretation based upon what's coming through. And it was like the the beginning of November was very much like what we have had for the last while where there's a lot of polarity, division, and people are just going to be um, noticing themselves having this opportunity to swing wildly from one emotion to the next, from one belief, from the highs to the lows and back again. And all of it gets to be um, embraced and honored and we have to do what we need to do to be moving the emotions to come into a space of clarity because what we need more than anything moving into the December, January sort of portals with the solstice coming up and all of these eclipses is spaciousness internally. And then I want to invite everybody to, from that place of spaciousness, connect with that inner child, but not the wounded one. Like, do the work so that one can feel safe, that inner child that is so wounded, so we can reaccess the sense of wonder that is innate to the kid, the one that sees the snow sparkle and goes, whoa, snow. Because the more that we can connect to that inner child who is just in awe of what is and tap into that sense of wonder, that's our most deep connection to source and to the divine creator being that we are, who came here to play and express and grow and enjoy. And when we can tap into that sense of wonder, that's like where the access to our true creation magic is, right? That space of presence and aliveness 
where it's possible. Everything's possible. I love that. I mm. love that. And yes, it is true. We forgot how to play. You mm-hmm. can't be serious. <laughs> yeah. So we can look to the little children that are um, here right now, the ones that feel safe enough to express and be, and um, they're little masters who just don't have the wisdom yet, right? So as we grow up, I feel like our journey is to do all of the healing so that we can get back to that state of wonder and innocence and presence, but with all the wisdom that comes with having lived. Yes. Yes. Totally. I agree with that. Hey, beautiful. I know you're having a program in your in, in the Reading uh, Collective Evolution a group that you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, on Tuesday, the 20, is it the 3rd or 24th next week? Um, well, when this is airing, I think it'll be tomorrow. So Tuesday, the 23rd at noon mountain time, one o'clock central, I am joining my beautiful soul sisters that Monica knows and has played and explored the multiverse with, um, Radiant Soul Nicole and Nina Infinity. We're hosting a workshop called Aligned AF. So the AF stands for um, something that rhymes with as duck, just if you're wondering. (laughs) Aligned AF, because it's time to get ready for 2022 and get ready for the solstice in December and basically clear out the distortions, get really aligned body, mind, heart, soul, high self, so that we can bring through what is truly us and for us that we want to create. So we're going to do this free workshop to support people in going through evolutionary alchemy, transforming what's not working, connecting with our divine spark, and then bringing it into our body so that we can come into that place of wonder and possibility. So we'd love for people to join us. You can find the group by searching on Facebook, the Radiant Evolution Collective with Aurora, Light, Nina, and Nicole, or you can type in www.joyevolution.group to get a direct link to the group as well. In the description box, you can you can find all the information of Aurora, so you can uh, get a hold on her. You can find the group, or you can find uh, her um, her contact information. So like that, you can ask her too. You can find her TikTok, her YouTube, her Instagram, and all that information. You can find it there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not everywhere multidimensionally, but uh, on a few of the socials. And it would just be lovely for you if you're interested in conscious creation instead of letting that subconscious run the show to for you to come and play. And tell us a little bit about your academy. Because uh, right now I have seen the shifts of many of us uh, that we're teaching that we started giving certifications. And but tell us about uh, about your certification. Sure, okay. thanks for asking because it is a bit different than the Alchemical Creation Academy that you came through, which was more of a, a mastermind, multi-dimensional experience where we activated light language and worked with conscious creation. But the current Creation Coach certification program that I am running is for people who want to learn how to be a one-on-one coach or a transformational workshop facilitator. And I have a one-year program that teaches you how to work in these variety of ways, right? One-on-one or with groups and create your own spiritual academy. And it can be either online or in person. And I'm, I'm weaving in 
both the how to be a coach and facilitator using the elemental forces of creation and evolutionary alchemy as a system for transformation, as well as the business. How do you build a business? How do you bring your events online or how do you host a retreat? And it's been really wonderful so far. We are um, just past our first month with our first beta group and we'll be launching the next uh, round in the new year, probably January, February. So if you're sparked with interest and you're like, ooh, I want to host retreats and do group programs and support people in creating in alignment with their soul self, um, yeah, you can join us um, in the free Facebook group where there's definitely going to be information about that next launch. I recommend you to follow her so like that you can get information as soon as uh, she have the, uh, the the year starting so you can register in there and you can get more information. So follow Aurora because mm. you will get that information that if you're interested. It is about you. Everybody knows their own limitations. Everybody knows about their own fears. It's about to I, well, how I see fears is about a new challenge something that you just have to bring down your, your challenge and if you don't believe in yourself that can be shifted. Yeah. it is your choice to shift it and if you need help there's always help around there so you can shift that uh, limiting beliefs that you have for yourself and uh, and remember we only can change ourselves we can change anyone else mm -hmm. I love that The conscious creators that I know are here to be the change first, to learn all the lessons for themselves first. And then all you have to do is be an example of what is possible. And you were speaking of realities earlier. And um, I'm just curious if you've heard this phrase about fear being an acronym for false. Um, what is it? False experiences appearing real. Yeah. Right. That sounds accurate about fear. Mm -hmm. it can bring the fear of anything it can it goes back it takes us back to our past it can be from this timeline or past timelines mm -hmm. like um the many of the the people they are light workers way showers whatever that we've been burned in the stake in past lives it is that fear that many of them they have to actually show up in this time and what are the people are going to say? Are they going to burn me in the stick again? Or they're going to uh, stone me or whatever? And that is not going to happen. But where this fear is coming from, it comes from the past. It's from a reality that is not truth anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's why I, I call it challenges. Mm -hmm. Because you have a new challenge, a new fear that you have to bring down. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the way how I affront my fears, like, oh, I have a new challenge. And that mm -hmm. makes it also an adventure at the same time. And that's the playful part to bring down a fear. And yes, we relate every single fear that we have from our past. And not even from our past, from the things that we accept from others, the programs that we accept from others. Oh, you do this, this is going to happen to you. Even if it never happened to you, It may come from your great-great-grandmother that she was in fear. And that's why you haven't done it. So that's why it's a new challenge. Mm -hmm. And you have to bring that because you have never experienced that. Or how about if this time is different? Because yeah. you have the wisdom that you did not have in the past. 
Yeah. And I think what really, really helps me as well is the, is the zooming out perspective to connect with my highest self or with my soul energy that goes, even if something really terrible happens to me in this life, it's still fine. It's just a game. I'm just this avatar that's playing it. And my energy is infinite. It can't actually be harmed. So, you know, the worst case scenario of death, like then I, I remember this so vividly after so many lives, just being like, okay, well, I'm, I'm back in this non-corporeal energy form and now I feel free and I remember and holy, I get the lessons and now I've got new adventures. So it's not, it's not the worst thing that can happen to you. No, and, and everything at the same time that happened to you, it was a lesson. Exactly. You learn from there. You learn how to overcome that uh, whatever situation you were in. It doesn't matter how hard it was. It was a lesson. Mm -hmm. Because or else we can get stuck in a lesson. I don't know. I I I come from a, my third marriage. They used to beat me. And not because they beat me in my, in my past relationship, in my third relationship. I did not got married my fourth time. I did got married my fourth time. And then I divorced too. So, But that doesn't mean that in the next relationship that I have in the future, that I'm going to experience the same things in the past because now I, I have, I'm, I want to think that I'm wiser, that I have learned from the mistakes from the past, that in my next relationship is I'm not going to even choose the same kind of persons that I choose in the past. But I need to trust in myself or else I will get stuck. Exactly. And with the conscious awareness yes. that you have the choices now, you do have the choice. Whereas there are sometimes people are playing in the the game of it's just going to happen to me over and over again. These Akashic loops, these karmic cycles where they don't understand that they have choices. So that's the very first thing to bring you out of the cycle is just to be like, you know what? You can choose something different this time. So you can forgive yourself for believing that the way things have been are the way they have to stay. If there is new and fresh that stuff available. That take me to um, one of my clients. Someone did a, a reading for them, an uh, astrology reading, uh, the, the chart. Mm -hmm. And she was so freaking out because whatever the chart is, says in there that I'm not an astrologer. So when she showed it to me, like, I, I'm sorry, I'm not an astrologer. I can't help you on that. But what I can tell you is whatever horrible situation they tell you that you have to leave, you can change it. But they don't tell you that part. That is not setting, nothing is set in stone because we always have the choice mm -hmm. to be different in the next second. Not even the next day, in the next second. So we'll, it, it will be good, okay, I know... I have this tendency to react in a certain way. Yes, but now you can react different because you have the choice to react different. So you don't have to leave the same situation over and over. That is your choice too. Mm. And, and what if maybe the situations might occur, but we could remove the judgment, like this is a terrible situation. Because I, I mean, I do think some things are, are written in the stars because they're just reflecting what our soul wants to experience in this lifetime. And the choice that we have is how we 
respond to it. Right. And because certain things, certain terrible things actually wind up being the catalysts for the most amazing things. Yes. Yes. And there were things that we were needing to leave to grow. Yeah. We don't have to repeat them again. That will that will be our choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the physical outward circumstances. You know, we're co-creating, so sometimes we don't have a choice. You know, like would I have chosen a pandemic right now? No, but I'm a co-creator of this reality, and humanity as a collective decided that this is how we were going to learn and grow and experience. So, you know, I don't get to control all of it, but I do get to control how I respond how I experience it and direct the energy of my life through it, right? The outer circumstances, they are what they are, but you're, you're the one that gets to put the meaning and value into it. And like you said, it's like become the observer, become the observer. And that will bring a different perspective, even from the same pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, Many people die, many people got sick, et cetera, et cetera. But observe what it, it have changed you or what you can change in yourself. The same experience of the pandemic. But if you don't become the observer, you're not using your frontal lobe. And that's part of your brain that you're not using. And mm-hmm. that's your choice too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are some times where people just, they don't even understand it's a choice, right? And that's okay as well, because I think we all have our own timing and divine time where we're going to become aware of something right and so again we don't want to have a judgment on anybody that that is not able to be in that space now because they don't understand that it's a choice or that might know that it's a choice and are choosing not to because that's part of their their journey and their expression and experience as well yes and what i always recommend to become the best observer is you need to remove the judgment Mm-hmm. because or else you're judging from the point of fear mm-hmm. and you remove the the fear the judgment everybody's going to react with the information they had in that moment so mm-hmm. why judging exactly when you zoom out enough to really connect with that visionary perspective that can see it all when you look back at your past you know you can have examples of like, oh, that thing that I think that really sucked, like maybe getting fired from a job or having someone break up with you, getting divorced, having someone die. Um, Upon retrospect, oftentimes those were neutral events. They always are neutral events that we make meaning out of. And they often were just positioning us to more of what we were needing in our life. So I love to just tell the story that it's all happening for me to learn and grow instead of happening to me. And then just feels a lot lighter. It's easier to navigate. Yes. What are we learning in that lesson? Even it is a hard one. Yeah, exactly. But we're, there's going to be lessons. We require challenges in order to hone our skills, right? Just like, um, you know, a piece of carbon requires the pressure to become crystalline like diamond. So too to humans, we've required this pressure of life, of the experiences, of the densities to become that crystal that will shine, right? It's I always just think of Earth as basically ninja training. We're just becoming more badass, multidimensional ninjas through our lessons here. I agree. 
Aurora, do you have something else that you would like to add before we uh, we say our goodbyes and say what is we have the next week? I feel very complete on that badass multidimensional ninja note. I just want everybody watching this to know that that's what you are. You are just for being here right now. You are a badass. You're a ninja. You are doing an amazing job in less than ideal circumstances. So please give yourself some grace and understand that it is all happening for you to become the most amazing version of yourself. I really thank you for accepting this invitation for Soul Talk. And guys, you can find the information in the description box. It's going to be in Facebook and it's also going to be in YouTube. Mm -hmm. So uh, check for that information so you can contact uh, Aurora or you can get in her group. So like that, you can be also getting all the information and the juicy part that, that she also is always teaching and always sharing with a lot of love. Thank you very much. And the next week, um, in the next uh, Soul Talk and Monday, I'm going to be talking about uh, the conversations that I have with my with my higher self. And also we're going to be, uh, and is this channel resonate with you? Please share it and donate. Uh, and if you want to donate and support my work, I, I'm putting the also the PayPal in there. So like that, it, it would, any help, it will be great help. And uh, and if these holidays are becoming very difficult and you want to prepare yourself, I'm having available some spaces uh, for coaching one-on-one -on -one and in couples. You can also find the information so you can contact me in there. I appreciate you very much. And thank you for listening to us. And Aurora, thank you so much. Mm. Thank you for having me. It's been so much fun. Oh, yes. It's always fun to talk to you. I love to talk mm. to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.